When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, after years of planning, sweating, and going broke, here is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. You can email the show at bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. That's bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. Mr. Swimming with Bow-Legged Women. All social media can be found at Boots and Whiskey Podcast. The show is great, even if you're sober. Well... My advice to you... Start drinking heavily. Jim loves his music and his whiskey. A real woman could stop you from drinking. It has to be a real big woman. This is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Great music, great booze, and fun, even for you non-drinkers. Y'all want to drink whiskey? I'd like a Coca-Cola in a clean glass. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Boots and Whiskey Podcast. Happy New Year. Thank you for so much for tuning in today. Today we have, um, we sat down with Drew Nix from the Red Clay Strays. For those of you that don't know who um, the Red Clay Strays are, they are absolutely fantastic. They're a Red Dirt band. Um, well, I consider them a Red Dirt band. I'm, I'm probably wrong, but they're going to be... They're going to be at the Peacemaker Festival while we're there in Arkansas later this summer or in, at the end of July. So if you're in the area or can you make it down there, check it out. The Red Clay Strays are also going on tour with El King. They're actually going to be making a stop up here through Boston. Hopefully we'll be able to catch up with them in person there um, for that show. It'll be a lot of fun. But the Red Clay Strays are one of these bands, to me, that... Um, I really enjoy. I really, 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 really like the Red Clay Strays. I like their sound. I like how they're, you know, they're very, um, they're very old school country rock and, you know, Red Dirt. It just, you'd have, they're one of those bands where I have a tough time describing them because it's just, there's so much going on and not in like a bad way, but there's so much going on musically that they could fit in a lot of categories. Um, but obviously, they're a country rock band, first and foremost, I think. Um, you know, some of their songs have that rockabilly sound that I really like, too. And, you know, it's just, it's just a fun. They're a fun group. They're a fun band. Um, we got to talk to Drew Nix from the band. And, you know, he kind of runs us through the whole, the whole kit and caboodle. So, really, without further ado, thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, follow us on all of our socials, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, um, all of the above. And we really, re- we really, really appreciate the love and support from all of you. Again, Drew, thank you. Um, Red Clay Strays, thank you so much. It was an absolute pleasure having you on. Um, really, without further ado, guys, here here you go, because it's it's a great conversation. Um, don't mind, you know, some of the, the background noise. Drew and the guys had just gotten to D.C., um, when we were talking and, you know, with schedules that are, you know, schedules are tight and stuff. So I, I greatly appreciate them and Drew being able to even take the half an hour we, we were able to have with him to do it. Because, you know, when you're a touring band and you're on the road, you know, shit's tight. So, you know, we really greatly, greatly appreciate it. So really, without further ado, here you are, Red Clay Strays. 
artist friends, local friends, and everybody looking for a little bit of Nashville here in Central Mass, come check out Off the Rails in Worcester. You can go see their website, offtherailsworcester.com. They have their restaurant menu. They have their venue schedule. Go check them out. Real good friends of ours here at the show. You don't want to miss out on this place, offtherailsworcester.com. Again, restaurant, a little taste of Nashville, and a great music scene. Come check it out. Hey, Drew. Hello. How are you? Good, man. We're just, we just parked here in D.C. Uh, we like, drove around the city for probably 45 minutes trying to find a parking spot for our 40-foot a bus and trailer. Nice. So, uh, yeah. Well, thanks for taking the time and coming on the show today. Yeah, man. Thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. So, like I told you through text, like, this is all about you. So, I'm going okay. to uh, kind of tell your story and I'll interject as, as things come up. Okay. Uh, where, do, where do I begin? Uh, <laughs> so, I guess from my perspective, let's see. This word. Let me put you in my pocket. From my perspective, I started uh, started in the band, and uh, I guess the band formed in like 2016, uh, later in the year 2016, around December, and uh, I just started booking and managing. Uh, I was booking and managing our band before this band. And I started writing songs, and uh, we actually cut ties with two of the members, and we just started the right place race. And uh, I get, let me let me start over. <laughs> so, uh, I uh, worked for the football team at the University of South Alabama in like 2015, 16, somewhere around there. And uh, I met this dude named Turner. And uh, we talked about playing guitar, and I grew up playing guitar a little bit. Um, and he was big into it, so he was like, "Hey, man, I'm thinking about starting a band. Would you like to book and manage it?" So um, our bass player Andy was actually worked for the football team as well, and uh, he was like, he played bass, so we hired him onto that original band. And uh, we had a 65 year old drummer. Who was uh, ended up being kind of a kind of an asshole. Not even gonna lie, <laughs> but uh, we we went through that and uh, we were together for about a year and a half, and uh, we kind of called it quits because the two guitar players just wanted wanted different, they had different intentions, I guess. Uh, the music didn't really jive. We all, it just wasn't a good band. It, it sucked. Like, I had to, I showed up to every show though, and I got as drunk as I could. And, uh, yeah, so then we kind of formed our Ripley series in December 2016, uh, January 2017. And, uh, they threw me on stage. And because I somehow figured out I could sing harmonies and, uh, I don't know. I've just been learning how to play guitar ever since then. <laughs> so, that's, that's awesome. Uh, now, did you have any like musical inclination before being in the band, or was was music something you were doing, even working, you know, for the for the football team? 
Uh, I hadn't picked up. So, like, I played guitar in seventh grade to get girls, like, and it really didn't work because I wasn't any good at it. But, um, and Guitar Hero kind of influenced me. And I, I, my mom played piano, but no, I, I really haven't had any, uh, any like musical inclinations or anything like that uh, growing up. That's awesome. Now, how did you just, how did you find out you could write songs? I just, sad one day and I needed to write it down and it just started rhyming and I was like I, I guess this this is songwriting <laughs> uh, I think the first one I wrote was after I'd broken up with a girlfriend of mine in college and it was it was like a blues song so I, we were a blues band at the time in that first band where we were trying to be anyway and uh I just started writing that way, and the more I started playing guitar, the more stuff I was coming up with, and I just started writing it down, and it became a, a therapeutic thing for me, just yeah. a way to help me get my feelings on paper and help me uh, untangle stuff, you know? Yeah, absolutely, and it's a hell of a lot cheaper than therapy, too, anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, Couldn't now afford you... it anyway. Right, no shit. Are you writing <laughs> all the songs for the, um, the Strays now? No, uh, I write about, I would say about half of them. Okay. Um, Brennan, Brennan's brother, Matthew, writes the other half. And it's really not a, it's not like a, um, my song has to be the next one we work up or, or I'm done kind of thing. It's just like whoever comes up with a cool tune or, you know, whoever brings it forth first, we'll work it up and fill it out and, uh, it's awesome because he's he's such a good writer, and uh, I learn a lot from him, and I think he learns a lot from me too. Yeah, and uh, he's just a brilliant dude. Now, now is it tough, you know, having that balance of writing, you know, having a right, I guess, a writing partner, I guess you could say, um, but having somebody else in the band that also is writing the songs too. Um, he's actually not in the band, and uh, he's he's actually a videographer. He lives oh. in Nashville, and. Uh, he makes videos. He's really good at that too. Um, it's it, uh, it's more of a kind of a burden lifted having somebody else being able to being able to write. Right. And right. Uh, because if it was all on me, dude, I'd, we wouldn't have as much material right now. I'd, it takes me <laughs> sometimes I can write a couple of songs in a day, and then other times it, it'll take me six months to get a song written. You know, I just Sometimes it comes to me. Sometimes I'm just, uh, if I try to force a song out, it, it's, you know, it's, it's not great. Right. Right. Yeah. No, that makes, that makes sense. Now are all the songs you're writing, are they coming from personal experience? Or? Yeah. Uh, I'm not a very good story guy. Um, I'd be lying if I said I was a good one, but there's some, I've written it's mostly my experiences, yeah. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I'll write them from another perspective based on my experience. Or, um, like, there's one called Do Me Wrong. Uh, Do Me Wrong, which is kind of a... It's supposed to be, like, a kind of a relationship, like a, a love gone wrong, but it's really about 
uh, people who have worked with us in the past who have kind of done us wrong <laughs> over and over and over. Yeah, yeah. Um, we should have the money. I wrote one called uh, Doing Time that actually was, I was a part of a songwriting group uh, that my buddy Abe Partridge started. And he's fantastic, by the way, if you get a chance to look him up. Um, but uh, I can't even remember what the prompt was, but we uh, we have to turn it in on Sundays. And I really wrote that one at the last minute. And I had a riff already that I was working with. It was like, da, 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 da. And uh, I don't know. I just I figured I needed a jail song. So I just kind of made something up. That's how that went. <laughs> yeah. I think I went off topic, possibly, but... No, no, not at all. Now, so how did you guys find your sound that is the Red Clay Strays that we know now? Uh, we had a long... We had a hard, long time of trying to figure ourselves out. Um, we all have different musical influences, but somehow it works. Like, Zach was... Zach grew up with like rock and roll, like Van Halen, um, Pink Floyd. Those are like some of his biggest influences, which are all awesome. Stuff I kind of grew up on was more like I would wake up and watch CMT every morning. So right. Country music is, is big for me. Brandon grew up on like Elvis and Travis Tritt and Johnny Cash and Waylon and Merle and John's been a pretty much been a hockey talker his whole life. He started playing in bars when he was 13 with his dad. So he's done just about everything. Uh, like 90 or not 90s rock, more like a, kind of a grunge rocker. Like you should see him play that, that shit. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> um, and Andy grew up listening to Stevie Ray Vaughan and Dan Heat and a lot of good blues bands and, um, we just started playing together a lot. We just started playing like cover band gigs. Hey everyone, don't forget to check out our friends over at the AfterglowBoutique.com. That's the AfterglowBoutique.com. Or if you're local, they have a great shop at 43 Main Street in Blackstone, Massachusetts. All Boots and Whiskey podcast listeners get 20% off at checkout with the promo code. Boots. That's B-O-O-T-S at checkout for 20% off at the afterglowboutique.com. Check them out. Tell them the Boots and Whiskey podcast sent you. Four days a week, um, three or four days a week, I would just try to book us and get us in front of as many people as possible. And uh, we just played cover songs, but we never learned the cover songs. <laughs> we never learned them how they were supposed to be played. We just, Brandon would tell us what the chords were and we would just start making our own shit up. And eventually we, we got to a point where we were obsessed with, we're all obsessed with like Leonard Skinner. So um, arrangements are like really big to us because Leonard Skinner hasn't made a bad song yet. Right. Or they, you know, until the plane crash. Um, we're, the arrangements are huge to us. So we just, we hear something in our head and we'll, we'll kind of put it to a vote. And, you know, if we, if we like certain parts, we'll, we put in songs and we'll keep them there. And uh, we'll play them for about a year. Uh, 
play them on the road to see if people like it. You know, if people don't really respond to it, we kind of just will sell it and work on it again later. But it's been a whole just evolution of uh, finding finding ourselves. And I, I guess that's kind of what makes us unique is that we all come from those different backgrounds of music. And Yeah, you know, it, it makes a lot of sense because, you know, listening to you guys and then hearing all the influences, like, there's such a blend between all of those artists that you mentioned in the music you have out now. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, I agree. And, you know, the, your sound is, is unique and it's fantastic. And it's not something that, you know, I would say, you know, the genre doesn't have a ton of right now. Yeah. I, you know, and that, I'm, that's not necessarily intentional. Like, one of the, one of the, Kind of the things we live by is like you either got to be first to do it or different if you're just going to think anywhere. But we just, we're literally just coming up with stuff that's in our head and people like it and it kind of blows our minds. Yeah. Because we're just, you know, we're just a bunch of, bunch of rednecks from Mobile making music that people somehow enjoy. Yeah. You know, I, I was looking at some of your stats and stuff and like you guys have quite the following. And, um, you know, what do you, what do you contribute that to? Do you contribute that to your sound? Do you contribute that to your, you know, hard work and touring? What, what do you, where do you think the fan base comes from? I think it's kind of both of those things. I I think the live show is, the live show does it, um, seems to do do it really well. I think that's us playing in, in front of people and getting it in front of people and showing them what we can do is, is uh, usually what gets the hooks in, I think. Uh, I mean, we're not trying to make a show. Like, we're not, not like, in a quick track and nobody's doing backflips off the stage or anything like that. We're just genuinely feeling the music. And it's just like, it, like if you see us gallivanting about on stage or whatever, it's because we feel like it. It's because right. the music is making us do that. Okay. And uh, I think people feel that. It's, it's pretty genuine. Um, like, if I'm not feeling a gig one day, like, if I'm not even feeling like being there, I'll just kind of be, kind of be still. You know, it's just the reality of where we are in that situation. Right, right. And, I, and that's, you know, regardless of whether this is what you love to do or not, you know, you have well, moments of that even in, you know, people that have a regular nine to five. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you don't want to be there, you know, you know it. Yeah. Feel it. Yeah. But I mean, and I don't, I can't honestly say I've really had many times that have been that way though, because I like playing with them. <laughs> we all love playing with each other. It's, right. It's just, it's a, I mean, we're all like brothers at this point. I mean, we've all gotten in scuffs and, you know, but at the end of the day, we're, we enjoy being around each other and we enjoy playing music with each other. It's just, it's just a freaking, it's indescribable, really. When, when we hit the right note, you know, it's like, I can't name a better drug. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Now, when you have those feelings on stage or whatever, how much of that is coming from playing together and how much of that is coming from the audience itself? That's a that's another shared thing, you know. If yeah. we're vibing, I mean, if, if people are getting into it and shouting, uh, 
we're going to be, <laughs> it juices us up even more. It's like a feedback loop of energy. Yeah. Um, it's continuous as long as people are into it, we're into it. And the show will get even better as, as long as people are into it, you know. But from the, from the get-go, the energy with us is, uh, I mean, you just have to see it. <laughs> it's, it's fun. I, I, you know, I personally would love to see you guys. Um, have, have you guys been all over the place, or are you kind of sticking to certain spots at the moment? Um, we, uh, I did, I did like a state tracker the other day, and I think it's, I think uh, we've been to around twenty four states. I think twenty four states is, is, so like we've gone. As north as like Delaware, and as west as uh, Montana. Nice. So like we we get out, but we we kind of do target some places uh, like Texas. We go to Texas a lot, and uh, we go to North Carolina and Tennessee and Georgia. Those are kind of the main the main areas that we stick to, just yeah. because we know we're already building those markets. So just right. try to get. Right, to keep was, coming back. Now, are you seeing bigger and bigger crowds every time you go to some place? Usually, yeah, yeah. Because um, like, I think the word of mouth things is what's helping us out. Oh yeah, you know, word of mouth is with, is sometimes better than social media. I think so. Yeah, I mean, we put so much money into advertisement and Facebook and stuff like that, and you know. Most most of the time, people are like just scrolling through Facebook, and they don't really. So if they're just they just happen to be at that bar that night, um, and they see us, they're they're more than likely going to come back next time. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Now, now you said you're in DC. How many times do you play DC now at this point? Uh, twice. Twice. Are you playing a standalone show tonight, or are you opening for somebody? Um. We actually played last night, oh. and it was just, it was a standalone show. Tonight we got the day off. Uh, nice. It's been, yeah. Nice. So where where is the where is this tour you're on taking you from here? We're going to Wilmington, North Carolina, uh, Wednesday, and I believe uh, Athens, Georgia, Thursday. Also, don't forget our friends over at hogwashandrhinestones.com. Our good friend Ray is the owner over there. She makes incredible clothing that you've seen all over the place from Nashville to Boston to everywhere in between. Some really big names have worn her stuff. That's hogwash, the letter N, rhinestones.com. Check them out. Tell them the Boots and Whiskey podcast sent you. You won't be disappointed. Check them out. Hogwashandrhinestones.com. And then Birmingham wants to Saturday, and then we go back home for a few days. So now, are you yeah. guys all still living in Alabama, or are you all over the place? Yeah, we're all living in Mobile. Nice. Yeah, I live in Saraland. Me and my wife just got a house a few months ago. Oh, congratulations! And thanks. I'm, Thank I'm sure. I'm sure it's a lot cheaper living than up here in the Northeast. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's, it's that's one thing I can say about yeah. Alabama and like Mississippi. It's dirt cheap down there. Yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy up here. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, 
Now, is New England a, a place you want to get into? Is that has that been a discussion? Uh, we haven't really talked about it, but I definitely want to. You know, we've been to Boston. Uh, we played at Wizard Lounge, I believe, in Cambridge. Yeah. And uh, uh, I don't know. We really, we really haven't gone up there enough. Well, we got a bunch of new, you know, newer venues all all over New England that, you know, cater to your sound and you know what you guys are doing. So I think there's there's huge potential up here for you for sure. Yeah, heck yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, where do you live? Um, so I am. Oh God, I'm about 25 minutes north of Providence, Rhode Island, and about an hour and 10 south of Boston. Okay. Cool. So, like I'm like Southern New England, you know, right right in the middle of. Massachusetts, more or less. Right on. Yeah. Go Pats, right? Uh, I'm sure. I'm not a, you know, I'm not a big NFL guy. Oh, okay. Not, uh, you know, I pay attention to college football a little more, but, you know, we're, I'm a, we're baseball people in my family. Right on. I'm a Cubs fan. I grew up that way. My dad and his dad were both Cubs fans, and I still don't understand why, but it's just, <laughs> I grew up watching baseball with my dad just about every Sunday, eating fried chicken and watching the Cubs lose. Yeah. Yeah. Always a good like yeah. 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 You know, it's it's funny how, you know, franchises go from so bad to not to, to great to not too bad back to bad again. Yeah. So sorry, you, I just No, it's all, right. it's all good. So did you somebody's... grow up you grew up in um, Chicago area? No, I grew up in Birmingham, oh. Alabama. Oh, so so they just so happen to be Cubs fans. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. That's interesting. What? Why? Why the Cubs? I don't know. I still don't know. But uh, it was just, it was just uh, sorry. I had somebody um, asking. I hate to even sound like this. They were asking me for money. And I don't have any cash, and I didn't know how to tell them while I was in the middle of an interview, so I just got to walk off. Um, I don't know. I I just grew up watching WGN with Dad, and it was uh, I don't know. It's just nostalgic going and watching watching baseball games like that to me. Yeah. yeah, and what about college football or football in general? I mean, I know it's big down where you guys are from. Yeah, I'm an Auburn fan. Oh, good. Oh, thank God. Yeah. If I have yeah. to hear about the Roll Tide one more time this weekend, I think I'm going to shoot myself. Just talk, talk to the rest of the band. You'll be all right. All right. <laughs> not, me and Andy are the only Orphan fans in the band. So. God. I, I, you know, I'm not I, – I was so happy to see Tennessee beat them. Yeah. It was, it was insane. Yeah. I, I respect Alabama. Yeah. Um, and when, when they play Auburn, it doesn't bother me anymore that we get our asses handed to us. It's, right. just, it's just how it is. Right, right. I mean, Nick Saban is the is probably the greatest college football coach of all time. So Right, yeah. You know, what are you going to do about that? No, nothing. Now, now, for you guys, for what you're doing, has there ever been talks of, you know, doing the Nashville thing or getting out to Texas and living there? Or, you know, are you guys good where – you know, being out, being out of Alabama and doing everything out of there. We're good. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be 
pretty awesome to have like an apartment or something up in Nashville or yeah. you know I wouldn't mind one day maybe making the move up there just uh just for writing's sake like be able to maybe get some cuts or something if if I ever wanted to go in that direction like a side hustle yeah um but and all the all the connections and stuff you can make around town just just order food man just order right. food yeah sorry dude Okay. Um, yes. Uh, one day would be cool, but we're pretty happy where we're at right now. Yeah. Nice. Nice. That's great. That's great. You know, you guys, you guys are really killing it. You know, we've, we've been, we've been in talks to have you guys on for, you know, quite some time and, you know, schedules and things have been, have been tight for both of us. So I, I really appreciate, you know, you taking the time on an off day to, to chat. It's been awesome. Man, I'm I'm just happy to be here. I'm just happy that people want to talk to us, and uh, you know, it's 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 cool to me, you know, and especially podcasts. I like listening to podcasts myself, so especially on music, you know, because that's where I get to learn, uh, learn more about it. Yeah, you know? I'm pretty much a crackhead when it comes to music. So yeah, you know, it's funny the way you know the way we do this. Like I was telling you, it's like it's all just you know talk about whatever you want to talk about. It's you know, I find that when people listen to artists and hear their, you know, the stories about them rather than their music, they can understand and appreciate the music a lot more. Yeah, I agree. And uh, that's why I wig out on, like, uh, the working songwriter. That's one of them that I, I listen to. Just try to get their get their perspective on how they, where their songs are coming from. And it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Now how how often are you guys on the road? Like compared to, you know, being in a studio or being at home? Um we don't even get together enough at home. <laughs> we're we're usually uh since I mean I'll just say it like this. I got married in April and uh I went on my honeymoon for a week and then we came home and we've been on the road pretty much since. Um, we've had like a week or two every now and then here at home or back at home, but it's been pretty, pretty heavy going. Um, when we're back at home and we have like two weeks at home after spending the time with our ladies, we'll try to get together and work up some new stuff. But um, I think the plan right now is just to try to get some stuff worked up and tour new material like I was talking about before so we can get a get a read on it and see if we can get some parts worked out yeah but uh, those are pretty much our rehearsals our, our shows that's just awesome. trying to but not it's, it's been a lot of go time just hitting the road and uh hopefully we can get in the studio in like january or february or something and start of course, we can't forget our friends at the Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company out of Canada. That's drsupplyco.com. They have great stuff. All of the hats I pretty much wear, all the camo hats you see me wear either on TikTok or in pictures or whatnot, all come from the Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company. A big thank you to those guys out there. drsupplyco.com. Check them out. Canadian company. Great stuff. Check them out. Getting ready to put out another album. 
yeah, yeah. I'm, I can't. I can only imagine how much planning and preparation there has to go into, you know, getting that done for for a tour. Yeah, um, Cody. Cody does an excellent job. He's our. Uh, he's a kind of our manager agent right now, and he's helping us. Like, because we're all ADD as as it as it gets. I think, and uh, they are. Uh, he he just does a really good job herding herding cats. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, you know. I think what you guys are doing is great. You know, I really hope you guys get up here to New England sooner rather than later um, to, to give us the taste of what you guys have to offer. Uh, I think that area would benefit greatly from you guys. Sure. Yeah, I would love to, man. Uh, it, we, I think we just need to break in the market up there. I don't, I don't, we haven't done it enough. It's just such a, it's a long drive and, I guess we're getting to the point where we can start affording to fly places, right? Which is nice, and it's it's a blessing. But uh, you know, we just haven't done it yet. So I'm gonna we'll, we can talk to Cody and see if we can get up there a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. You know, we have, we have, we know some people. So if you need help, let us know. Word. Uh, I will. Now, before before I let you go and let you enjoy the rest of your off day. Um, I told you I had no questions, but I do have our the ending of our show, which is the boots and the whiskey part of it. So what, All are, right. your, what are your boots of choice and what is your whiskey of choice? <laughs> uh, uh, man, I don't know about boots. I, I really don't know much about them at all. Um, in fact, the only boots I really have are the ones that Andy Andy's parents are eBay buyers and buyers and sellers, and they're like certified, like hardcore. So they just got a bunch of stuff, and they they end up giving me boots. I like Justin's; those are right. cool. Um, those are really the only ones I know of. Right. Casey, Casey are are probably too fancy for me. But I, I'm sure if I find the right ones, I just I can't even afford boots right now. <laughs> so. Um, but when it comes to whiskey, I am a, uh, I'm more of like a, a bourbon. I'm trying to think of the, the brand that I like. Uh, I don't know. I, I like, I like Jamo. Yeah. I like Jameson. It, and I like picklebacks a lot. Like, I thought I would hate picklebacks, but I love picklebacks. Huh. Because p- pickle juice rocks. <laughs> so, pickle juice and JMO are like one of my favorite combinations. Interesting. That's, a, that's yeah. an interesting combo I've, I've actually never heard of before. Really? Yeah. You should try it. You should try it. I might. I might have to because I like both of those things. Yep. It's, wow. uh, what it does is it just, you get that you get that jamo shot down, and then you just immediately chase it with, with pickle juice. And it's the only thing that works with the pickle juice is Jameson whiskey. Yeah. So you can't do it with any other whiskey, or else it, it it'll make you make you sick. <laughs> right. Um, right. But yeah, it's a nice balance. I can I can see how the balance of both of those things would really work out well. Yep. That's awesome. Well, that mm-hmm. now, now that I've learned something new, I might have to go try that. Yeah, give it a shot, man. Yeah. <laughs> Get it. Give, give yeah. it, a, give it a shot. I'm sorry. 
Oh, man. Well, Drew, thank you so much for taking your time. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Uh, yeah. In, enjoy the uh, enjoy DC and, and everything you're doing. And um, we look forward to seeing you guys hopefully soon up here. And, um, and everything you guys are doing, it's absolutely fantastic. And, you know, we appreciate you so much. Man, thank you. Thank you for having me. No Can't problem. wait to listen back to it. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks so much. All right. Take it easy. See ya. Well, there you have it, everyone. Our conversation with Drew Nix from the Red Clay Strays. Like I said at the top of the show, love this band. Uh, A couple of weeks ago, one of their songs was Song of the Day. Um, And just, it was just great. It's just great music. It's, it's nice to hear some real, you know, country music, you know, and that's, you know, when, what, with the red clay strings, that's what you get. You get real country music. Um, so again, thank you, Drew. I really hope you're the end of that tour that you were on when we talked went well. Um, like I said at the top of the show, they're going out on tour with L King, and they're also going to be one of the many excellent, excellent performers over at the Peacemaker Festival in Arkansas at the end of July. We uh, we do plan to be there. Um, we're we're lining everything up now, so come on out and check them out especially if you're in the area. Um, and if you're not in the area, if I can take a, take a vacay, come on, come on out to Arkansas and the end of July and get sweaty with us and, you know, see some great music. So really without further ado, guys, thank you so much again. Happy new year. Thank you so much for checking everything out. We'll be back, um, again with regular scheduled program, regular scheduled programming. Wow. Mouthful on Monday on the dirt road FM uh, Tuesday everywhere for you guys that don't have Dirt Road FM or can't listen at 6 o'clock on Monday night for whatever reason. Um, but I appreciate the support. Thank you all so much. God, Drew, thank you so much. I really, you know, it, you know, I'm thinking about it. I'm trying to close out this show, and it, it really warms my heart when bands are, I, you know, on the road and can only take some time. And I, I, I greatly appreciate the time they can take, you know. I really, really do. It, it means the world to me. And, you know, the strays and I have gone back and forth with timing and things just weren't lining up, but I'm so glad it did. Even, even the time we had was great. You know, I hope when we see each other in Arkansas, we can get a little more time and we get the full band on. I think that would be a lot of fun. So anyway, anyway, without further ado, guys, thank you so much. Um, I know I say thank you a lot, but this whole thing means so much to me. I can't even tell you. Um, and until next time, keep those boots on the ground and the whiskey in the glass, y'all. Cheers. <laughs>